310 studio in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Emergency Podcast live stream thing. <laughs> the MMA feels like a bit much. <laughs> What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. That gentleman right there is Doug McCain, DMAC underscore LA. And you guys saw the title. You know what's going on. You're Dodgers fans. Happy Friday. And, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting time. The Dodgers are releasing or they have designated right-handed pitcher Trevor Bauer for assignment. So it's what was expected. We've read about this for the last week and a half that he was uh, the suspension was reduced. Obviously, different <laughs> fan base is going to have different reactions both ways, but what, what's the initial takeaway on, on this move by the Dodgers? I think it's not surprising. I don't think it's shocking. I think everything was pointing to this decision by the Dodgers. If you looked at really how they were handling this, the fact that they waited to until five, almost five o'clock on Friday yeah, felt a little bit of like a news it. dump. I mean, I was just, maybe at least we didn't get this information at 1159 tonight, but I think this Dodgers organization, they made it very clear, especially in their statement that it didn't seem like they were really even considering bringing back Trevor Bauer. That's kind of my read on this situation. And at the end of the day, I think they made it clear in their statement when they said, that his 194-game suspension still under MLB's joint domestic violence and sexual assault and child abuse policy was the longest suspension in history of the policy, which started back in 2015. And what I have said this whole time is that looking at this from the Dodgers' point of view, I don't think they were ever going to get past that. So you see them DFA him. They have seven days to waive, trade, or release him. Yeah. It doesn't appear that there's going to be any traction on a trade. So what you're looking at, Dodger fans, is they're going to eat that $22.5 million no matter what. And then if you gets an opportunity for another team and signs for the league minimum at 720,000 it's going to be just under that 22 million dollars so I think now the big takeaway is what do the Dodgers do do they turn the page try to look to bolster that rotation but we'll have, have plenty of time to unpack that but right now Trevor Bauer is no longer going to pitch for the Dodgers ever again it seems like yeah I mean as they said they do not in the, the official statement I guess let's go ahead and I'll read the official statement here the Dodgers organization believes that allegations of sexual assault or domestic violence should be thoroughly investigated with due process given to the accused. From the beginning, we have fully cooperated with Major League Baseball's investigation and strictly followed the process stipulated under MLB's joint domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse policy. Two extensive reviews of all available evidence in this case, one by Commissioner Manfred, another by a neutral arbitrator, concluded that Mr. Bauer's actions warranted the longest ever active player suspension in our sport for violations of this policy. Now that the process has been completed and after careful consideration, we have decided that he will no longer be part of our organization. That's the, the big one. They want nothing to do with this. They don't want, you know, if anytime you're, you're put up against this, yeah, it's going to be a, a tough situation as a, as a, as a business owner. And you have to look at the business side of, do you want all of these headlines in, you know, right now over the weekend into Monday and Tuesday? Because obviously, like you kind of alluded to on your Twitter the, and, and, you know, here um, they try to drop this news late on a Friday to bury it in the news cycle. They're very PR conscious. The Dodgers are. So they're trying to avoid as much backlash as they can, extended backlash from it. But they were never going to keep them around because they don't want the the press that's going to keep following them uh, throughout the season. They just don't want to deal with that, which, you know, yeah, you can say, that, I will say one pitcher does not make or break a season. Uh, you know, if you just look at the baseball side of thing, yeah, sure, you would want to have um, 
somebody with the potential of Bauer on on your pitching staff on your roster, but when it comes to all of the baggage, like I I would say for me, like if you're just you're pulling it back for me, it's the baggage you want to avoid, and that baggage is gonna would, would have followed you throughout the season and into next year. Whether it's somebody that is pro Bauer or anti Bauer, the baggage in some way, shape, or form is following you for a year for the entire season for beyond that. And it's, it's the right call to make this move in the avoidance of that baggage. And I understand there are going to be people who say, you know, the innocent until proven guilty. A lot of people like to throw that around. Um, he was never charged with anything, but under the, the rules of his job, they said they found something they didn't like. So his, his, Big bosses, you know, corporate and his main local branch office deemed that they he he did something they didn't like. So they have the rights to do uh, what they did. It's, it's different when it's such a public situation, you know, fans for or against whatever. But anyways, there's a whole bunch of words that mean something or nothing or whatever. But uh, go ahead. No. Yeah, I think that. When you look at that, you mentioned the Dodgers and how cognizant they are of their brand and the brand that they've developed. And yes, a lot of Dodger fans wanted him back. Yes, I think you could safely say that if you pulled all Dodger fans, a majority of Dodger fans wanted him back pitching for this team. Whether or not the majority of his teammates wanted him back, that's another yeah. scenario altogether. But the, at the end of the day, this organization was always going to do what they thought was best for this team moving forward. And you consider this team coming off a, a NLDS loss to the Padres and the distractions that could possibly come from Trevor Bauer. Maybe they just didn't want to deal with everything. And I think at the end of the day, like I said, what have I been telling you guys for months now just covering this topic? The Dodgers were never going to go past the fact that the arbitrator, It's people are saying he's innocent, people are saying he's guilty, and that is not my place to really have that conversation. But my place is that with it, looking at it through the Dodgers' eyes, the arbitrator said that it, he was suspended for 194 games. And you talk about what he did, what they did to his uh to to helping them save the Dodgers money this season with the first 50 games the Dodgers still said that whatever he did in the MLB's investigation mm -hmm. was worth a 194 game suspension and I also think from Trevor Bauer's standpoint we know he's vehemently denied any of these accusations it yeah. didn't seem like he was going to cooperate <laughs> and, and, show and we, any... we will say here now we're not accusing him of anything yeah, it's all yeah, allegations, all is, allegations. The way I present any of this information is always through the Dodgers' eyes. And I like to read the tea leaves with how this organization operates. And I think if you look at how this Dodgers organization operates, it was clear that they were always going to make this move at the end of the day. People were saying, oh, why don't you go make a trade and maybe get some financial relief? Maybe you could attach a prospect and maybe get yourself 7 or $8 million under that CBT. But there's not going to be a lot of teams out there where you would have leverage on those teams to make a deal. And how would that with you as a fan base if the Dodgers are one not bringing back Trevor Bauer and then on top of that they're looking to cut costs and give them prospects I think the yeah. optics of that would have been terrible I think if this Dodgers organization he Bauer he lost 337.6 million of that 102 million dollar contract and so that means he was paid $64.4 million for the Dodgers. So L.A. paid him $3.78 million per start, which is still less than they paid Jason Schmidt per start was at $4.7 million. Bruh. But I think the point I'm trying to make is that this organization as a whole realized that, hey, this signing just did not work out, and we're ready to eat this money just to move on. Yeah, again, whether you like it or not, uh, it 
ultimately the organization felt that it's the right call to just cut their losses uh, and avoid the long-term headache that comes from this. Sure, there's going to be more there's going to be more headache. You know, you you're likely going to potentially. Well, I will say there is a there's a, a some percentage of likelihood that there will be some sort of retaliation on Bauer's behalf whether it's in a tweet or it's in litigation or he goes and signs for the with the San Diego Padres to make sure he plays against the Dodgers, you know, 13 times a year or the Giants or something like that. And I know I, I what um I think it was Washington uh, Post or the Journal, whatever the hell, hell it is, Wall Street Journal uh overnight or yesterday, whenever it was, they put out an article about like the reasons why the Dodgers would consider keeping him, one of those being like you don't want him going and pitching for an opponent for, you know, the major league minimum because the Dodgers are on the hook for twenty two and a half million dollars of of his of his contract this year, and I don't know how the major league minimum is affected by that fifty game dock of pay. But anyways, um, that's just a reality you're going to have to deal with uh, in in the the continuing headache that is going to be this thing. But yeah, there's no doubt they've been trying to trade him over this. This is why they went beyond what was expected you know we were expecting to hear something between you know two o'clock three o'clock pacific time today and they end up pushing almost you know four fifteen, almost 4 20 for cody um not that one bellinger thank you because he's you know the weed um they're they're hope thank you they were trying to hopefully find some sort of trade partner but you know you're talking about you're you're trying to hopefully maybe save a little bit of money by trading this guy, trading most of the contract, but you're going to also have to probably include a prospect, and that's just they did not. This is, this is a $5 billion organization. They don't need to work that hard to save $22 million. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're this organization, when they originally signed to that $102 million deal, we all said, hey, there's going to be a very minimal chance that he'll even be around for that third year to opt in to that third year because we know how that deal was structured. He wanted that high AAV deal to maintain that flexibility. So was he always a part of the Dodgers' plans for the 2023 season? That's probably unlikely. There was only, maybe save for injury, almost no scenario where he would be under contract with the Dodgers heading into this season anyway. And I think if you look at their rotation right now, yes, absolutely, there's no question about it that a healthy Trevor Bauer, even before the spider tack and anything like that, the inflated spin rates could absolutely help this team. There is no question about it, but you have to consider this organization. You have to consider all factors regarding the fact that, hey, they would have to answer some very tough and difficult questions. And they, and still, this, will. they still will. But I think this is a very buttoned up organization in how they present themselves. And like I said, the way I look at this with some organizations around the league, maybe kick the tires on Bauer and probably bring him back. I yeah. think there's a possibility that they would. But I mean, it is an organization that from a PR standpoint, they love to control the narrative. They love Absolutely. to limit any controversy possible and love, or, love Bauer, hate Bauer, whether he, how polarizing of a guy he is. He's going to create controversy possibly because he's going to light a fire under certain segments of the fan base, good or bad, no matter how you look at him. So, yeah, I think this team was ready for a fresh start heading into this next season and just looking forward and not backwards. Yeah, let's get into some of the comments here because I'm, I'm definitely terrified of what the comments are, are going to be like. I expect people on all sides of the aisle here to to be upset one way or the other. Um you know, Mart Soul here, YouTube, just start pulling random comments and Dodgers are not clean. I am done. Get me on the mic. 
well, you're not here, so we can't get you on the mic. But, you know, if, if they if they kept him, you're going to lose one very vocal part of the fan base, allegedly, from all these people that aren't ever going to come to the game again. Now you're going to get the other side of the aisle of people. He's being released. People are going to be mad that really wanted to see him again. I understand, that, again, the folks saying innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, he was not charged with any crime. So you would think, to, to play devil's advocate here, is like, why is he not pitching uh, in Major League Baseball? He was not charged with the crime. He served his, quote, served his time um, for you know what was handed down, the suspension handed down by Major League Baseball. Why do the Dodgers get to say, we don't want you pitching for our team? Well, the simple fact is they, they bought the team. They get to say whatever the hell they want. And you could like it. You could not. We could not. I could like it. You could not like it. You could like it. Whatever. Just you get. I'm covering all the bases here. But the simple fact of the matter is, the Dodgers just did not want that that headache, that question everywhere they go. How are you letting Trevor Bauer pitch for your team? And yes, we're going to get the Julio Urias questions in here too. And you addressed that a bit on Monday too. It's like it, it's a different situation. I don't want to talk about that. But they're not. They're not comparable. It, you know necessarily you know our julio served his time back then but it was a very very different case very different situation yeah absolutely i think you're not going to just find precedent here and say oh this is how this organization deals with similar situations this is how they're going to deal with every situation moving forward because we saw back when the dodgers struck that deal for Aldis chapman at the winter meetings and then we saw he was ultimately suspended they pulled out of that deal with julio urias he was suspended for 20 games he served that suspension and the when, when he came back, he had a lot of remorse. He had a plan moving forward, and I think the Dodgers were working with Julio Urias to try to get him back on the mound. Trevor Bauer, he, like I said, he's vehemently denied these allegations, it, which is in it, within his right to do. But I think the Dodgers, when you consider... I think a lot of folks out there realize that Major League Baseball, they're not just everyday society. They are a private entity. The Dodgers are a private entity. They can do whatever they want with all their players. It's no one's right to play for a team. If they want to DFA you, they can DFA you. And if they feel like you might be damaging their brand and they just want to move on as an organization, look, this is an organization that makes just about as much revenue as any professional team in sports. $22.5 million at the end of the day is a drop in the bucket. I like how some people out there are like, oh, I'm losing this $22.5 million. No, the Dodgers are going to be just fine. And I think that moving forward, when you talk about the press and Julio Arias and things like that, I think that you have to just every or every single situation is unique in and of itself. Yeah. And I think the Trevor Bauer, just the 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 situation took on such a life and they realized that I think this was always the move they were going to make. If they could have have found a trade partner out there where they could have gotten a deal done, that they could have improved this roster while having another team absorb the salary of Trevor Bauer, they would have done it. The thing that you can trust with this Dodgers organization, they are going to leave no stone unturned. They are going to do their due diligence, and that is why they waited up until almost 5 o'clock yeah. Pacific time to make this <laughs> announcement. But let's read some more comments. Yes. Here. I know people, no one's avoiding any comments, guys. We will read every comment. Yeah. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot for yeah. us to talk about first, and we get off on tangents. And, but and also, ahead. like, you know, I point out, I mean, we're a show that we can, it's okay to disagree with us, guys. I mean, it's okay to disagree with the organization. And so the thing about this show, you have the freedom to get your opinions across. But we got Fire Robert, so <laughs> there's our Fire Roberts, and that's from Johnny Kaiser. Yeah. Iris Cade, uh, we got uh, Nando390. Yes, the Dodgers <laughs> won't sign anyone because of 
tax luxury. Well, when it comes to that, there's not really that many guys out there to sign. Question is, will they maybe make a trade and absorb some salary? But that's a different topic. Hope Padres pick him up. Armando over on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of people out there saying future Padre Trevor Bauer. And the Padres are an organization where... And if he wants to stay, I mean, it makes a lot of sense as far as staying towards his facility in Arizona. He's from California. Maybe yeah. he is motivated to try to stick it to the Dodgers in the NL West. And I think that's going to be the most fascinating and interesting part moving forward is how robust of a market is there going to be for Trevor Bauer? Because essentially you're getting a, at the very least, a middle of your rotation starter mm-hmm. at league minimum, essentially. Yeah. And you just really have to, and are you getting the best version of Trevor Bauer where he's hopefully going to, not ruffle too many feathers. He's going to want to play for a future contract. Yeah, that's another concern I would personally have is, you know, he's back. How does anybody in that situation find a way to make it about themselves on the field throughout a season? You don't, I mean, we don't know. This isn't an accusation or saying like, yeah, he would have made it about himself. He was, if he was with the Dodgers, but you know, if I'm in those shoes where I was, Fired by my job, I'm not going into the other job gloating, you know, or 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 you know, having having my own head up my ass. I'm going to be pretty calm about uh, X, Y, or Z. But uh, what do you got? Yeah, we got some from producer Cody. Uh- In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. A statement from Trevor Bowers. uh, A statement from Trevor Bowers via his representative. Did you want me to read it? You want, what do you want to do, Doug? Let's let him read it. Absolutely. Cody knows how to read. He went Absolutely. to school for that. I hope uh, I know how to read. Um, statement from Trevor Bauer. While we were unable to communicate throughout the administrative leave and arbitration process, my representatives spoke to Dodgers' leadership immediately following the arbitration decision. Following two weeks of conversations around my return to the organization, I sat down with Dodgers' leadership in Arizona yesterday who told me that they wanted me to return and pitch for the team this year. While I am disappointed by the organization's decision today, I appreciate the wealth of support I've received from the Dodgers clubhouse. I wish the players all the best and look forward to competing elsewhere. Interesting, interesting wrinkle there for sure. That's unbelievable. I mean, this is fascinating. If they're pulling the rug out from under, of course, we don't know how accurate, how factual this statement is. Uh, I'm not going to say that he has been extremely truthful or has said any lies at any point through any process in his life, because I don't know the man, but um, if, if he sat down with people and they said, we weren't, we're going to bring you back. You know, was he talking to the right people? Cause you can't bring in the peanut man. He's not the one who signs the <laughs> yeah. checks. So I wonder what changed from, from then to there. You are they reading the room as it were more and more articles, more and more things pushing him the other way. But I mean, that that's tough on the Dodgers if they told him face to his face that hey yeah we're gonna bring you back we want you to pitch and then them not. I mean it just sounds like we're ready for the next chapter in this saga really is what it sounds like yeah. to me. And when I spoke to Bill Shaken last week he said if the Dodgers wanted to release him and they were ready to release him they probably would have done it immediately. What do they say? What must yeah. be done eventually should be done immediately. Well the Dodgers did not do that so. If what based on what Trevor Bauer is saying in his statement it does sound my sense. 
if there's truth to that, is that this Dodgers organization, maybe it, with their brain trust, they were going back and forth. Maybe some people were advocating for the return of Trevor Bauer. Maybe some others weren't. But we know at the end of the day, this decision is ultimately on Mark Walter, the controlling owner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And the buck stops with Mark Walter. Yeah. And I think I'm, not, I'm just completely speculating on what apps actually occurred. But, yeah, I mean, it's very interesting because I do think that we're, there was – a couple of a couple of times this week where it did feel like there were some so there was some momentum no pun intended there was some momentum in Trevor Bauer possibly returning with the release yeah. of a lot of those fan polls and having the article in the LA Times yeah, from Bill Shaken the deeper it got if I'm being honest I I I was ready I assumed he was going to be reinstated that's what it felt like you're waiting that long you're waiting to the last minute you're waiting to bury it in the news cycle at the end of the day on friday so espn can't pick it up and talk about it on sports center for for hours on end or other media outlet talking about it they it, it felt like they had a plan but anyway sorry i didn't, I didn't mean to do really no and i mean i think you're absolutely right i i completely agree with you that this organization it was a fluid situation and they did have two long weeks to really get to the bottom of what they wanted to do and how they were going to move forward. But I think at the end of the day, this organization made this decision and hopefully they were in lockstep because that's the one thing with Dodger fans. I mean, you either trust this organization and it's almost an infreedment we trust in the Dodgers we trust on how they do things, or maybe you see it where this organization is headed and you maybe think, hey, this is an organization that was allowing their fans to not make them pursue Carlos Correa. Now they don't want other different entities to be a part of the Dodgers because of other factors. Well, I think you want, as a strong organization, this organization makes decisions based on what they think is best for this franchise. And that doesn't necessarily always mean what is best for this franchise as far as wins and losses. And I think yeah. that the Dodgers carefully considered any type of damage this could have done for their brand to a certain segment of their fan base. And I think at the end of the day, they did make the decision that kind of veered on what this organization has done for the last 10, 15 and 20 years. But that's fascinating for Bauer to go out there and say that, because if you can prove that, I mean, who yeah. would this org I mean, that to me is like, okay, well, let's get Friedman on the press conference yet, because you know, that's going to be yeah, the very first I'm, question he's going to answer. I'm very intrigued to hear what the team has to say. And this is something where, don't just let Andrew be the talking head and then, you know, let it die because, you know, we saw the polls, a large, uh, a, a less, I guess, well, I mean, everybody was very vocal. A fair majority wanted him to pitch for the team. A vocal majority in its own right, obviously did not want him to pitch for the team, but for them to speak to him and say, yeah, we want you on the team. Uh, that's 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 kind of chicken shit the way they do that in my my opinion you don't go and thank you you don't go a, and tell somebody yeah stance. you're gonna come yeah. back and work with us and then not i don't know that's just, that's that's pretty stupid but, i hope um, that was the case because you have to be really careful with your language especially when you consider it's trevor bauer considering yeah. it's trevor bauer every <laughs> single thing should have been carefully planned every, articulated to every a one team. of his law people was was there in the room they probably filmed it you know they <laughs> They, they had an idea of what the hell was going on. And if that on. wasn't the case, Clint, then that means the Dodgers should aggressively deny that if that was the case, too. Because I don't yeah. know about you guys, and you guys let me know down below in the comments section, how does this decision impact your fandom of the Dodgers moving forward? Because I've seen people out there saying, oh, the Dodgers, this and that. But 
I think at the end of the day, both both sides of whatever opinion you had on what they should do with Trevor Bauer still believe that this is their team move and this is the team that they love and nothing's going to change that. But I definitely think when you consider this organization, how buttoned up they've been throughout the years, that to me would be one of the lasting takeaways is at the 11th hour, did they tell Trevor Bauer, you're going to be back pitching for the Dodgers, get ready for spring yeah. training. You're going to you know, slot right in there in the number three starter, number two starter, only for them the very next day to say, we're DFAing you and releasing that statement Mm -hmm. which was a pretty bold statement by the Dodgers. We knew they were going to release a statement, but they got a little specific. They definitely... Yeah, the, this is something where you want to. You need to hear from Andrew. You need to hear from Brandon Gomes. You need to hear from Stan Caston, Mark Walter. You need to hear from a lot of these dudes, but not all together where, you know, if, if Mark Walter's in the room, not everybody's going to be allowed to to fully speak their mind. I, you know, this is, we're never, we're probably never going to know, but like, who did he talk to? Who told him we want you back with the club? To me, that sounds like a Stan Caston. Stan Caston doesn't care. Straight up. Absolutely. Cold Mark Walter, like you said, he's the guy who signs the checks though. A little more sensitive. Yeah. A little more considered. We got some interesting. Uh, yeah. Let's get into the comments. We don't mean to be like this. Doug's going to be, you know, you're going to have, we're going to have a lot more yeah. coverage on this. And of course we're going to expand. We're going to know a lot more when we go live again oh, yeah. next Monday. Um, so one one fan here. I'm literally free. I'm, I don't know if it's a trash trash can at the end, but it's a soft organization. Danny Parks didn't watch him go to San Diego. I mean, let's be real. If I'm Trevor Bauer, I'm going to signing San Diego, close enough to my facility too. That would make a lot of sense. Let's just put it that way. Chad Burt says this makes me want to dump LA and follow Bauer. We've got Kingsy. Do the Dodgers even care about winning anymore? Jay Dilla, one of the greatest producers ever. He says I don't get what LA is doing. It seems like blowing. Um, for PR mess, we got spinning fest. Dodgers are going to suck this year. Fire Dave Roberts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> M- Mar- Michael uh, Michael Carrillo says uh, the dude is a liar. It's saying on on Bauer's behalf, uh, Lou eighty nine, bro. Not I. Not happy with Dodgers' decision. Well said, J Kid three two three woke Mark Walter. Usually avoid those. I mean, woke is just a it's such a like lazy word. But anyways, Jeff Gar- Jeff Garza. Another team will have no problem signing him. That's the part that pisses fans off. I mean, it's a part. What do you got? Adam818 said uh, lower parking prices. Lower I was just parking. about to say, man. I could not agree more. Yeah. Lower, lower the Michelada prices, you know. Dilla. We got, uh, but yeah, I know. Look, and they tried to sneak, and we are going to follow this every inch of the way. I know there's a Friday news dump, <laughs> Brent, but. Brent says fire Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> fire Mark Wahlberg. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unlabeled. Anthony Keene says, I really thought they were bringing him back. Yeah. Again, read, reading, uh, reading the room, reading the longer it takes. It, it felt that way, and apparently. Trevor Bauer thought it felt that way as well. We got Sergio just pure size. And then Boomer Sasson, this might be my comment of the day. Boomer Sasson says, fire Kimbrel. Fire Kimbrel. You, got you already let him go. I thought you had, it looked like you had something. Oh, I was about to read that same yeah. comment. Gotcha, gotcha. He is yeah. fired, by the way. He's yeah. no longer with the Dodgers. So. He's a Philly now. Yeah. Larry, let him go. Uh, we got a poor decision. The man has done his time. We got glad this dude is without a job. That's from Michael. We got Lane from Priscilla. JC DMAC is the bomba. All right, I'll hit some bombas. Uh, we got uh, glad this dude is without a job. Michael, I mean, this is it, in my time covering this team, this is by far without question the most polarizing topic. And you get extreme opinions from both ends. And yes, yeah, you're seeing that in this comment. So, yeah, I mean, uh, interesting one here. Uh, Seth Gribble, safe moves keep costing us championships. Any thoughts on that? 
I think I think I wouldn't say this this is the I mean this is the I wouldn't say this is necessarily the safe move I think yeah. from a from a PR standpoint it's a safe move there's no question about it but I do think the team has made extremely bold moves I mean this is a team that made a deadline deal for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner just a few years ago it's a team that signed Freddie Freeman last year I think this is a season where the Dodgers will explore the trademark and that's definitely something I do want to get into is that whether or not you bring Trevor Bauer back or not, look, you have to eat this as an organization. And the fact is you are not bringing back a player that you assigned to a $102 million contract. And the reality is you're giving him over $64 million for 17 starts. Like I said earlier, it's almost yeah. $4 million of starts. I mean, yeah. You can't punish the fan base for this, okay? You can't let this affect how your player acquisition process because look this team they signed Bauer because they knew even with the healthy Walker Buehler and Dustin May that they needed another starting pitcher so I think this team still needs talent even though some, some more talent to get them over the top and I think Trevor Bauer being gone it's going to be very interesting to see how cost conscious and how active this team's going to yeah. be on the trade market I mean you you kind of uh, mentioned it earlier before before we went live um, and before we knew what the ultimate outcome was going to be uh, if they did reinstate him you know the kind of the expectation was that would block some of the kitty kids, you know, it's going to block an uh, uh, important time for Gavin Stone or Ryan Pepe or whatever, which we know the, the team also didn't want to do. You, you you wonder if that played any factor in it. Of course, this is um, it's it's baseball. These are pitchers. They're going to get hurt at some point. Everybody's going to be important. But, um, you know, that that is a factor. It frees up. It opens up the opportunity for a Pepeo, for a Grove, for uh, uh, a Bobby Miller and all that kind of stuff. You got something? Yeah, M4 um, did a super chat. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. Thank you. Uh, he said for one ninety nine, a uh, bad move financially and game wise. I mean, you know it. It's not our place to say if it's a bad move financially because it is protecting your investment in the long run as an organization. Um, you one would think every yeah, anybody who says they weren't they're not going to watch the team anymore. You know, regardless of the move, they were going to watch the team. Yeah, this this shit is in our in our blood. <laughs> you can't just stop being a, a sports fan. At least that's my opinion. That people don't just stop. Yeah, watching sports because of a move. Yeah, you could show up if you don't like the guy. You could have showed up and booed him that start or not watch those games or whatever. But that's just. I don't think that's a realistic scenario, but yeah, I, I think know. I mean if you're talking about a Dodgers organization, a, a organization that dates back into the late 1800s, this is an organization that is really worried about fans of one particular player. If your fan base and your revenue and the, everything you build depends on one player, you're probably not a great fan, a great franchise to begin with. So this is one of the greatest organizations in sports. There's no question about it. But I think with Trevor Bauer, it's definitely going to rub a lot of fans the wrong way. It's definitely going to have fans really up in arms because they wanted him back. They wanted him to see, they want to see the value from him. They got all excited about having him on the Dodgers back in 2021. I think too, a lot of people need to realize this. Trevor Bauer is one of the most front facing vocal modern day players that uses yeah. his YouTube channel and his Instagram and his TikTok. So he has developed a fan base that a lot of players just do not have. And those fans are very passionate about him. They wanted to see him back yeah. on the team that they love. So it was a combination of both factors. One note. MLB does not want their players to have that kind of voice. MLB wants to control their players, but that's a completely different conversation. That's you get a couple beers in the, uh, in, in you at the bar and you just start, you know, talking shit about Rob Manfred. Beep. 
Yeah, and I think Rob Man. I think everything. I think uh, Bauer's history with Rob Manfred can't be ignored in all this. But I also think too. I think a lot of people are saying. I going back to his comment earlier. This is a this is a bad financial move for the Dodgers. Yes, you do have to eat that twenty two point five million dollars for a player. That's not going to give you any production at all on the field. And could in theory. And on the flip side, <laughs> sign with you. a team that could yeah. hurt your chances of winning your division, going to the World Series. I mean, come on now. Imagine Trevor Bauer on the Padres, Trevor we, Bauer on the Astros, Trevor Bauer got, on. We got something from Cody. Sorry. One more super chat. Nine ninety nine from Lori O. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you, Lori. Maybe L.A. Uh, maybe L.A. told him they wanted him to pitch, but he had to make a statement of apology slash remorse. But he refu- and he refused. Great point. That doesn't contradict his statement. That is a that is a phenomenal point right there. Because um, uh, Selena earlier in the stream and the comments are going nuts right now. So appreciate you guys uh, being in here for the most part. It looks like the comments are are respectably uh, uh, engaged. Another super chat actually. While you said oh, that, sweet uh, ten dollars from Doom Sound. Not Woo. excited. Or sorry. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. By the way, ten dollars. He said, or they said. Not excited about the move, but everyone will forget about it sooner than yeah. losing in the first round in 2022. Ooh, man. That's, that's a good point. That's a good but, point. But, but, but Selena had the, the, the question of what changed between then and now. And I think that that's kind of it. Maybe the same thing like I was saying earlier, you know, chances are extremely high, in my opinion, of watching this game and, and seeing what, you know, some of the um, rulings have been when it comes to violations of the DV policy, it's usually the player is suspended. They issue a statement expressing remorse. Trevor Bauer is never going to express remorse about anything. That's just what I read. How factual or accurate that is, that's up to you guys to determine. But that is an intriguing factor of it's like, all right, yeah, we, we, we you're going to come back and pitch for us? Okay, all you got to do is say, like, I'm sorry. And then, yeah, they they text back and forth. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Well, we don't want any of the organization anymore. Is that what happened? I don't know. We're probably never going to know what actually happened. Yeah, I think that was the only. I mean, like I alluded to earlier, I said that look, the only way that this could even be a realistic possibility is if you had a similar remorseful, apologetic something that Julio Urias did back in 2019. And we know that Trevor Bauer was never going to do that because one. He is vehemently denied everything, and two, he has defamation lawsuits out against six people related to this case. So you're not going to apologize for something that you have. You, it's, they're just allegations at this point. So I think Trevor Bauer was never going to do that, and I think this organization, was that the end-all, be-all? I kind of find that. I think it might have been a factor. I don't think it was the factor. I think yeah. this organization realized that no matter what Trevor Bauer said, you're not going to appease a large portion of this fan base that doesn't like Trevor Bauer. And then I think on the flip side, too, there's a lot of people in this fan base that do like Trevor Bauer and want him back, and they're never going to change their opinion. I think everyone firmly at this point has their opinion set in stone on Trevor Bauer, and nothing that came from Bauer or the Dodgers was going to change that in the next, in today or any days moving forward. Yeah, a thousand percent. Cody, you got something. Two Super Chats. Uh, Jason, thank you once again. Jason, uh, Alamio, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Sorry if I didn't. Not 199. Injured. 199, uh, Super Chat. So stupid. Watch us or uh, watch him beat us on their dime. Yeah. And, and then the second Super Chat, M4 with another uh, Super Chat, 499. Thank Woo. you, M4, for that. This just rubs me the wrong way completely. A decent part of the fan base does not like this decision, and it's fair to think that way. Doubt is high right now. Yeah. 
There's no question about it, but I want to say this. I mean, Trevor Bauer, like I said, when he's at his best and on the mound, he is one of the top 10 to 20 pitchers in all of Major League Baseball, right? But if your season as a team for the Dodgers relies on beating Trevor Bauer or not, you're probably not having the season that you wanted to have in the first place. I mean, this is a Dodgers team that you want to put together a roster where you're dominating series. Like we saw in 2020, yes, you might have some tight series and yes, Trevor Bauer could absolutely be a factor in a short series or a seven game series. You could impact your division race. There's no question about it, but you don't win or lose because of one player on the other team, especially a starting pitcher too. Yes. You got guys that go out there and we've seen guys, deal against the Dodgers but I don't think that yeah I think it would be painful to know that the Dodgers are on the hook for another team having success against them yes that is a tough pill to swallow and I absolutely completely understand that but let's see how this rotation shakes out let's see what I say Monday I said one thing that could make Dodger fans maybe feel good about this is a trade is bringing someone in that could bolster this rotation and this team and saying hey look there was a lot of uncertainty with Trevor Bauer the Dodgers were blindsided by him being reinstated right before Christmas. So look, this is an organization that has a plan in place. You mentioned developing some of the young pitchers and having Trevor Bauer back when he did, it's like, you know, when someone comes home all of a sudden and you didn't expect them, you're like, oh, everything changes, kind of throws a wrench into your plan. So I think the Dodgers have always had a plan. And I think that at the end of the day, that to me is something I won't completely speculate on as far as Trevor Bauer's comments on the Dodgers saying that he would have them back. And if that was contingent on him making an apology, I think if Trevor Bauer was going to be back for the Dodgers, it was always going to have to be him showing remorse or having an apology. We know that is based on the Julio Urias situation. Yeah. One, one thing, uh, another thing, it's always hard to remember every little thing as you're doing these things live, especially with comments. Again, appreciate how involved and how active you guys are in these chats because these things, it sucks when you're talking to, to an open room or an empty room. Selena, thank you for reminding me about this. A, a huge thing that happened with the Julio situation is that he took responsibility for his actions. He, you know, there was an apology, but also, you know, he went to uh, anger management classes. Like there was something that happened. There was something, uh, there was an action. There was something actionable that showed he was trying to change yeah. or do something different. Anyways, we got Cody Cam. Appreciate you guys interacting with us. Another super chat, Woo. Diane Schroeder. Diane! $20. She said the Dodgers want their squeaky clean image to be upheld. I mean, if. I'm running an organization that's worth $5 billion estimated. I would prefer it be pretty squeaky clean as well. And and like you already said earlier in the stream, uh, the Dodgers are phenomenal at doing their best to take care of that image. They are a team that, you know, <laughs> the, the, their PR team is tight. They, they watch what their players are doing. They watch what their players say. You know, we've seen people – players tweet things and pull it down um you know like back in the day ross stripling friend of the show when he was when he was traded not traded to the angels when the trade was never announced or was announced that it wouldn't happen you know he posted the the gif of himself dancing and you know had to pull it down something as stupid as uh, stupid and simple about uh, as that was something they controlled the narrative on now trevor bauer very vocal large fan base good youtube following on on multiple accounts he he has a lot of of his own power that can i mean yeah it could boost the franchise or it can very much pull down a franchise 
Yeah, absolutely. And the Dodgers, they could have said, hey, we're bringing him back. And they would have realized that, yeah, it will take some time. But at some point, Trevor Bauer is going to be on the team that you support. I mean, there were people that were against him being signed by the Dodgers in the first place. And a lot of those same people came around. They still watch the team. And I think that one of the big things that's important to note here is the Dodgers, they weren't privy to all the details and all the information in MLB's investigation. If they were privy to that information to help them make a decision, I think that would have given them some clarity. But considering that it was such an unknown and getting back to the statement on Julio Urias and him taking responsibility, well, Trevor Bauer is never going to take responsibility for something that he's vehemently denying, something he says... Mm -hmm. That he didn't do when you yeah, feel also, that way. He's also admitted to things in no. court filings and in in alleged um, recordings collected by the Pasadena True. police and all that. Like even in his video, yeah, in his the truth video, he said like, yeah, some things yep. happened. I don't remember exactly what he said, so I'm not going to paraphrase. But go back and watch it. He admits to some sort of violence, whether or not it's violence for gratification. You know, if I enjoy, you know, just finger flicking your elbow, still technically a violent act. No, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I'm not going to get off on that anyways. Uh, uh, Cody. Be warned. The ones who pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is. You may create drink envy because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You had something? Yes. Come to camp. M4 with another super chat. Four ninety nine. He said immediately once he was accused, everyone basically turned their backs on him. Whether it was justified, Trevor probably doesn't want to return to that. I mean, it's a tough situation because also, you know, the team very much stood their ground every step of the way and saying, we're not talking about this at all until MLB addresses it. And there was absolutely a mandate to their players. Like, because that happened just before the All-Star game. I remember them asking, uh, I think Muncie was in that game or CT was at that game, being asked, like, thoughts on... You know, Bauer, JT being asked, whoever the hell was there. And it's like, we're not talking about that. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they're just, you know, they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to discuss it. But I think the way I look at this is through the lens of who Trevor Bauer is and who the Dodgers are, right? And not speculating on whether or not he did this or he didn't do this, whether or not the Dodgers did this or didn't do this. I mean, their track record is consistent with the decision today. And I think the track record, too, of Trevor Bauer, look, if you wanted to pitch for the Dodgers again, maybe you meet in the middle. I mean, everyone's been in relationships, right? You compromise down the middle. If Trevor Bauer wanted to be back, if you want to be a Dodger in that meeting with the Dodgers, they could have probably came to an agreement possibly yeah. on something that could have maybe had him continue his career in LA. But if he says, nope, I'm not doing anything, this and that, I'm not going to release any statement. And I'm sure the Dodgers said to themselves, hey, that's not going to sit well with how we're going to address a large part of this fan base. I think the thing that people to are missing is the fact that the Dodgers are so big. I hope people can really see the the gravitas and the weight of this organization where there's so it's such a diverse fan base. There's so many backgrounds. There's just so many Dodger fans out there. I'm telling you, this is a top 10 fan base in all of sports when it comes to how many followers and how many people are, are involved in all their content. So I think that the Dodgers really said, hey, if we just end, if we end this right now, 
We're going to have clarity of the situation. And the sooner we do this, the sooner we can just turn the page and move on. And I think the one of the positive silver linings, too, for Dodger fans that might be upset about this is at the very least, this wait is over. We know exactly yes. what's going to happen here. Don't that don't talk about a team possibly trade him on the DFA. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. he's not going to go through his seven days. Yes. He's going to be released because no team is going to be stupid enough to claim him off of waivers right now and eat any part of that salary. You release him, you pay the major, you sign him major league minimum. You know, I kind of alluded to it uh, or I said it uh, on Monday. You wonder, I, I don't, I don't think in this case, but you do wonder if he gets blacklisted around MLB, uh, you know, owners talking amongst themselves. I mean, Steve Cohen, Cohen doesn't give a shit about whatever the hell MLB tells him to do or uh, co-owners around the league tell him to do or whatever. So he's the type of dude who'd be like, shit, $120,000 to add Bauer. And then he could finally sell that Mets merch. That they yeah they dropped <laughs> the Mets merch from the IG Man. from the the yeah hey hopefully they still have it with the Korea <laughs> Mets merch too that's probably gonna or the, or the Korea Giants merch oh man I you know I'm and I'll 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 just say personally like this is coming for me you know, wait first you got something yeah I got a super chat super chat swoosh four ninety a four ninety nine super chat thank you. On a more into uh, important topic, he says Dodgers trade for Reynolds by deadline. Bush and Cartaya will be a part of it. They'll sign Otani in 2024. Sounds like a fan of my All show. <laughs> Sounds like a fan of my show. All laid out. Uh, one of the things I'll, I'll preface my statement. This is just me coming coming to you guys as a friend. Uh, at some point, Bauer is going to release a video on this. I'm very interested in hearing what he has to say. Take it with an extreme grain of salt. Because anybody can say anything they want online and they're going to be saying something different behind the scenes. You should hear Doug talk about the <laughs> canceled canceled as a Dodger fan. I see a lawyer. I'm talking about Dodgers dugout. The other yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he only cares about you guys. But it's going to be very fun. interesting to see because, again, this is a this is a guy with a platform. And the Dodgers have to be scared of that. But you know, uh, somebody somebody pointed it out in the the the, the comments here, or the chats. I'm sorry, I, I forgot who said it. Like, you read um, his his um, um, statement, pretty cordial. You know, wishing wishing them the best of luck and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, that's hopefully things ended up on good enough terms. It is one of those situations where maybe it's just better for both sides to part. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really what it comes down to. I think that they weighed so many different factors. I, I like this comment back here from Freddie Diaz on Facebook who says, if the Dodgers listened to their fans, Roberts wouldn't. Roberts would have been out a long time ago. I love how this Bruh. is somehow turning into a Dave Roberts uh, fire fest. But yeah. What I love is your ability to pick out a fire Roberts comment. Just I'm just like, trained for the post game like, show. Like, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting a lot of fire Roberts, and then we're also getting a lot of uh, Otani to, to the Dodgers right now. Well, plenty of times. I mean, look, I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, that is a subtopic in all this. I mean, I think, but I do think at the end of the day with this team, we got to hate Cody from Noah Cameras. Oh, Noah. That's what's Noah Cameras. Noah, that's what's there. there. What's up, Noah? We never, we never fixed your camera. So oh, you're, sorry, yeah, you're you a little, little, little awkward, a little jankified, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think at the end of the day, it, it, this, this is something that doesn't shock me at all. This doesn't surprise me at all. I think what's shocking and surprising is Trevor Bauer's statement and saying that he spoke to Dodgers leadership immediately yeah. following the arbitration process. So I'm really just ready to see how the Dodgers respond to that. And it's not going to mean that Trevor Bauer will be back or anything like that, but I think that it's going to be such a fascinating 
pretty much last chapter to all this. Now, do I think he'll be blackballed by the league? I don't think Trevor Bauer will be blackballed by the league. I don't think you're going to see like a like a Ray Rice situation because you know Ray Rice. There was footage and this and that, and I think that that was really one of the big developments there. But I think the, Trevor Bauer is still young. Trevor Bauer can still contribute to a team, and we know that at the end of the day, there's certain organizations out there, like that small market organizations that would never have an opportunity to sign a player of Trevor Bauer's caliber. You also have organizations that are a starting pitcher away from really getting themselves over the hump. And there's a lot of competition in major league baseball now, especially with the expanded postseason. Yeah. So more teams want to win. There's more teams that there's less teams that are sellers. Like, yeah. More incentive so. to make any sort of moves on the fringe. And right now you could technically say he's for any other organization seven days from now on Tuesday at, at 3 PM, I think it was, or 2 PM. Pacific time, it, he is a fringe move because he's a low-risk move for any team financially. Yeah, for, absolutely. He's a low-risk financially. It's really, I mean, if he comes in, he's not on his best behavior. If he comes in and he's not performing like you expect him to, if he's yeah. out there and he's not effective, but yeah, right now, that's the big question for me. Who is he talking to at Camelback Ranch? Was it the groundskeeper or was it Andrew Friedman and the front office? Who exactly was he talking to at Camelback Ranch, right? I mean, yeah. I think that's kind of the big question for me, but <clears throat> yeah, I do think that it's there's a lot of layers to this, and I see, and I hear all your opinions out there, and I think the passion one way or the other, I, I see your points, but at the end of the day, we all have to realize that this is a private entity in the Los Angeles Dodgers that can do whatever they want with their players, and they don't owe Trevor Bauer an opportunity to be back, and they said that, hey, we want to move on. So, yeah, I mean, ideally, Trevor Bauer would be a guy that that either went through the process and maybe change his tune. They could find some way to get him back. But yeah, I think as it because because as a player, they could really God help him. They could really help this team. But yeah, I think it's I think Trevor Bauer is definitely going to probably pitch next season. We know it's probably going to be in the division with the Padres. What do you got? Uh, J Kid three two three said, "Sign Derek Carr." Oh, well, that's the wrong sport. But appreciate the comment. Did he he ran away right. He ran away from from the Raiders, didn't Derek he? Pretty Carr. much, yeah. Well, this is Dodgers Nation, not Raiders Nation, so. Ah, Raiders. Da, Raiders. Well, uh, I think I think we've talked enough about this, guys. Uh, we went 20 minutes beyond what we expected, but uh, good conversation. You know, I mean, I, we figured it was going to be pretty uh, incendiary, pretty inflammatory, but ultimately, for the greater part, civil heads prevailed and had a reasonable discourse about this Wow. In some ways, nuanced conversation. Thankfully, again, we are not the ones who make the decisions. We just kind of talk about it. But um, keep an eye out over these next couple of days because at some point, the Dodgers are going to have to make somebody available to speak. It's not going to be a player. It's going to be somebody in ownership. It's going to you know they 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 brought out owners when they made the signing. You know they talked about. Um, Andrew Freeman talked about all the all the vetting they did where they talked to probably, you know, five random white dudes and yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. You, it, yeah. you know, it's like you guys are going to have they're going to have to face the music of a lot of people because you're going to have the people of like, why did you release him? He 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 paid his debt to society or whatever. And you're going to have the people like, why did you take so long? Why did you ever sign him? And it's just going to be a nightmare for it's going to remain a nightmare but thank luckily for the team and luckily for us fans honestly we're not that far away from spring training where a month from now this isn't going to mean a damn thing mm -hmm. yeah baseball is fun and i see you trying to wrap it up but nando 390 says 24 hour live stream so 
Hope you packed a lunch. I only got like four more of these in the my back. My Here's back a good hurts. one too. We got from DB Grainer says, be here. "I'm gonna be here." We got from uh, from this is a nice one. DB Grainer says, "I remain a big fan of Doug and Clint through it all." Thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, Thank look, you. we hear your we hear your takes. We respect and your takes, but yeah, this is just a very very polarizing topic. But Anthony Keen, one the guy who coined Fredericks of Hollywood, my friend Anthony Keen <laughs> from the post game show. Um, audience, he says, biggest L of the Friedman era, and the Dodgers are committed to winning regular season titles. So yeah, Ooh. I mean that's that's it, a that's a that's a, a bold comment, and I think that I, I feel your frustration, Anthony Keen. I think that you have to trust this organization. You have to really realize that yeah, the Dodgers they did have an early exit last season. They also won 111 games and they're still perennial contenders and we'll see what this team does i think that's the big question for me is how does this team put put the best team on the field in 2023 and i would not put it past the dodgers to go out there and make a splash move before the season to try to you know liven up the fan base and kind of build that electricity up again before spring training we got michael jack love you too mike a lot of people saying fire skip bayless from brian castro <laughs> skip <laughs> <laughs> Michael, uh, we got uh, uh, we got to get JT back as our starting pitcher. Okay, Brian Castro. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, was, uh, yeah. Fire, that's... fire Stephen A. Smith from Boomer. Hey, you know, this is you know for for some uh, some fans a really tough day. You lose JT officially, and then having that having this whole situation like lord over you for a lot longer in the into the day than you thought. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, the Dodgers have kind of been in the mud for a lot of fans, even this offseason. You didn't get any splash moves, haven't made any big splash trades, and you lose to the Padres after winning 111 games. So, yeah, I think the Dodger fans are really waiting for something to be really excited about. Yes, the Syndergaard signing was nice. The J.D. Martinez signing was nice, and this team still has one of the best rosters in all of Major League Baseball. But, obviously, Freddie Diaz said LeBron James predicted this. Wait, you. We got like, a super chat from Brian Castro. Four ninety nine says, "Fire your mom. She's a nice lady, Mama Mac, uh, Mama Mac, Mama Mac." <laughs> Shout out to Mary Connor. Uh, Dodgers get Ricky Henderson. Okay, we're falling off the the rails. We got to land this. Yeah, yeah. Land this uh, plane. This is why. This is why uh, it was a it was good time to end. But guys, yeah. we appreciate you. Keep a uh, keep it tuned to uh, Dodgers Nation on the YouTube. We got definitely get Doug's and Doug loves talking, so he's going to talk more about this over the weekend. We got a. Uh, feels weird to drop it here, but Chris Taylor interview dropping on Saturday on our YouTube channel. Talked to him today. Great stuff. Doug got like three smiles out of CT3 and a couple of laughs. So that's the most personality you can get out of that guy. But if you haven't, check it out. CT has a, a charity event going on at uh, Top Golf next week. Thursday the 12th we're going to talk a whole lot about it over the next couple of days and into next week but thank you guys for hanging out with us we really do appreciate it again thanks to appreciate the comments appreciate all the super chats uh you guys make us feel all tingly on the inside maybe that's a condition but follow us at dodgersnation.com subscribe there you know hit our newsletter that's a great way to Keep up with all the latest Dodgers news and rumors and content all off-season long. Subscribe here, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Hit the bell. Leave a like. That really helps us boost up in them algorithms so hopefully more people find us and uh, we can get Doug um, another new Dodgers polo because he needs more of those. That is DMAC <laughs> underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. I am real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. That guy is uh, just, just Cody. That's just Cody right there. No Kevin Pillar um, image to send us off. Oh, don't worry Kevin. about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Follow us at Dodgers Nation, Twitter and Instagram. 
Oh, this is a podcast also. But anyways, thank you. Bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. 